when they were telling me about the transplant nursing, what I loved so much was that you get to give someone extra life and that by giving them an organ, you know, it's, it's got to be one of the greatest gifts in the world. I can't imagine how that probably feels to say, like, congrats, you're getting a kidney today. <laughs> of MDF Instruments. Welcome to our Crafting Wellness Podcast. Today, I would love to introduce you to our guest, Samantha. Hi, Samantha. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank you for being on. Um, I would love to introduce you to everyone watching. Can you tell us a little bit about where you live, who you are, and kind of where you are in your journey in, in healthcare? Sure. So I am currently living in Florida. Um, and I am a newly graduated nurse. I just graduated in May from FAU and I took my NCLEX in June and now I'm about to start working as a transplant RN. Wow, that's so amazing. You're starting tomorrow, right? Yes, tomorrow. <laughs> Goodness. So you're going into transplant nursing. Is that what? Okay. All right, there's so I have so many questions. First question is, um, I do detect an accent. So are you originally, I, I'm guessing you're not originally from Florida. Can you tell us originally where you're from? Sure, so I'm originally from London, um, but I did move to Florida when I was six. So my accent is a little bit mixed, I would say. I get a, a little bit Australian sometimes, but um, yeah, no. So I'm originally from London, but I am definitely a Florida baby at heart. <laughs> Great, that's a beautiful accent, I love it. Um, okay, so. <laughs> You said you you passed your NCLEX. When did you take your NCLEX? I took my NCLEX in June, so not too long ago. Congratulations on passing. I know that's a difficult test. Thank you. Yes, it was very hard. <laughs> I've heard that it's very difficult. Congratulations on passing that. Um, were you affected with uh, graduation and everything because of COVID? Yes, yeah, so I did have, um, well, my last semester of nursing school actually was supposed to be in the clinical setting um, where we had a kind of preceptorship experience, but that turned into an online experience. And, and then as well, we never had a graduation ceremony or anything like that because obviously we couldn't have I'm sorry. Uh, all the people in the room. Uh, yeah. Okay. It's hard though, because you work so hard, you want to be able to celebrate. Did you find... Or were you able to find like a creative way to, did you have a Zoom party or do anything like, <laughs> to like get together with your family or anything? Yeah, I definitely, I definitely got to celebrate with my family over FaceTime, which was really nice. And oh, good. I think that's really what's important at the end of the day. So. Good. Okay. So I really want to get into this transplant nursing. Um, that's a really exciting thing. How did you fall into that? I want to hear the story and, uh, and what that exactly entails because I have no idea and I am sure a lot of people watching don't know what a transplant nurse is. So can you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, sure. So I always, honestly, I always thought I would go into something pediatric based. Um, it was always what my main interest was. And then as I was going throughout clinicals, I noticed a lot of surgical specialties, adult surgical specialties. And um, one of the things that always interests interested me was transplant nursing and when I saw that it was available at the hospital I was applying to I was I was just taken with it I thought it would be such a cool experience and something so different 
um, to maybe get into Aurora nursing one day in the future. But it basically my role will be um, so I'll be taking care of patients, um, I believe pre and post op kidney, liver, and pancreas mm-hmm. transplants, and caring for their, um, you know, making sure everything's good and they're not um, rejecting their organs or anything like that. So it will be a really interesting experience, and I'm very excited to learn about it <laughs> as well. Cause... Uh, we're going to have to check back in with you later and do like a little follow up and figure out about how it's going, because um, this is really exciting. Uh, she's starting tomorrow, so that's uh, we're definitely going to have to check back in and see see how much you're loving it. It sounds like a very exciting, great job to have. Thank did you, you apply for that? How long ago did you apply for this job, particularly? So this job, I started applying for jobs um, right when I passed my NCLEX, um, and then I applied for this job probably around, around that time, around June. And then um, I heard back probably about two weeks later and they were really kind, my hospital, to let us um, really explore different units and see what we were interested in and get to have time to chat with the unit managers and learn a bit more about what we would be doing. So I know you said that you always kind of had an interest in going this direction. was there something that kind of inspired that in you, that you kind of discovered it? What kind of drew you to that? Um, well, I originally, like I said, in clinical, I really found that I loved the OR and the surgical specialties. Um, I got really lucky in having uh, the ability to scrub in on a couple surgeries during my time as a student, which usually wasn't the case at um, my school. So I was very grateful to have that experience, which is ultimately what you know, made me recognize I enjoyed that side of nursing. But um, when I was learning more about the different specialties and surgical settings that my hospital offered, they, when they were telling me about the transplant nursing, what I loved so much was that you get to give someone extra life and that by giving them an organ, you know, it's, it's got to be one of the greatest gifts in the world. I can't imagine how that probably feels to say, like, congrats, you're getting a kidney today. <laughs> um, so. Oh, it's so true. Like, I'm, like, misting up just hearing you, and I can tell you are as well, because you're right. Like, you are literally a part of the process of giving someone a second chance at life. Someone who thought, without this, I will not be here. And by some miraculous way, I'm now lucky enough to receive this organ and then people like you are making it happen. It's such a beautiful, beautiful job that you're going to be getting into here. And we're really proud of you. Uh, for for um, COVID, because you talked a little bit about how that affected your graduation. How is that going to affect or will it even affect your new job? Yeah, so um, honestly, I'm not entirely sure um, being that I haven't been on the unit yet, I would assume that it probably would be a no COVID zone, given that um, patients who are receiving transplants are extremely immunocompromised for the rest of their life. Um, it's a very big focus on their treatment of um, making sure that they don't reject their organs and something as simple as a little infection that one person that, you know, a person that doesn't have a transplant can usually kick. Um, they might not be able to. So I have a feeling it will probably be very strict and clean on my unit, I hope. Um, But 
we're definitely, you know, as well wearing our N95s and taking all the precautions as well. So yeah, I um, I wonder for everyone watching too, for people who maybe want to get into a similar field as you, can you talk a little bit about the process? Is there is there a special process to become um, this type of nurse? Can you kind of explain that for for someone who's maybe kind of starting out and doesn't really know? Oh, how do I how do I even do this if I'm interested? Sure. So um, there isn't really a specific process that I know of. Um, I graduated just with my regular BSN degree, and um, I've gone into a residency program, which is I really think the way that you can get into such a specific specialty as a new grad. Um, it really gives you a lot more training. So, um, for example, I'll be with um, technically in my residency for the first year of my contract. Um, so I will be doing monthly simulation labs and um, workshops to kind of help further my education as well as um, specific modules and things to my unit to help me learn a bit more. And I think that way is how you can kind of get into some more acute or specialty areas that typically you don't hear about as a new grad. Um, but people definitely told me, you know, you can, you'll start out as a med surge nurse, you, you know, you won't be able to get into a specialty as a new grad, but I definitely would say that that's not the case. As a new grad, the residency can help you get into something like that. So that's how I kind of got into transplant that way. Amazing. Yeah, for everyone watching too, I think it's important to remember that um, just because someone else couldn't do something doesn't mean that you can't. Um, mm -hmm. And just because someone else's experiences were one way doesn't mean your experience is also going to be that way. And it's not to take anything away from that person and their experience because they're just telling their truth to you. But you have to remember and you have to take everything with a grain of salt that that you are unique, you are you, you are on your own journey, and uh, it's not necessarily gonna reflect the same as someone else's journey. Um, so, and you're a great, great example of that, of saying, hey, you know, I'm a new, I'm a new grad nurse, and I'm going straight into my specialty that I wanna get into. And doing that, it's great advice, um, and really, I think, important for people watching to remember. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I know you're in Florida, and, with COVID-19 and the global pandemic, and you now starting this job with very immune compromised people. Um, how is how has Florida been for you with COVID-19 and graduating as a as a new nurse and now getting into this new job and kind of just can you just kind of talk about like what COVID-19 has been like in Florida for you uh, up until now? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I obviously never thought I would be graduating in the middle of a pandemic. It was something that's very, I mean, I think foreign to everyone since most of us really haven't been through a pandemic. Um, but it definitely, um, as you know, obviously Florida became the hotspot after New York. And I mean, I've spent a lot of my time staying home. I really, I really have made the effort to stay home pretty much most of the year. I haven't gone anywhere unless it's been essential. I really haven't seen any friends. And, um, you know, like you said, to some people, they may see that as extreme, but I just feel like, like you said, standing with healthcare workers, it's important to do our part. And for me, it was staying home and studying and taking my boards. And then now it will be going into the workplace. But 
um, definitely, like you said, just wearing masks every time you go anywhere and staying six mm -hmm. feet away from people at least and really just limiting down to what's essential, in my opinion, is what's best. Absolutely. Yeah, that's great advice. And I think also for people who are watching, um, now that you're kind of through nursing school and on the other side, getting ready to go into your new job, um, for people who are kind of in the middle still of nursing school or taking those tests, um, like the NCLEX, and I would love for you to kind of just talk about what that process is. Um, because I think a lot of people get confused. They're like, what is the difference between an RN and a BSN? And what is this, a master's of nursing? And um, can you kind of just go through explaining that a little bit as someone who's been through it um, for your specific part and then also just a little bit of the difference between the roads people can take into nursing? Yeah, definitely. So um, a BSN would be a Bachelor of Science of Nursing. Um, that is what the degree I obtained, but you can also obtain a um, associate's degree, which is two years, um, which is a technically classed as a lower level to a bachelor degree, but it is still a nursing degree. You can still be an RN, the exact same scope of practice. Um, so I did my BSN as a four-year undergrad undergraduate degree. So my college experience was my nursing school experience at the same time, um, which I feel like is honestly kind of common, but not as common. Um, I know a lot of people go back to school to become a nurse. They decide later on in life or um, whatever it may be. But so there are two different roads you can take. And then an MSN, which is your master's, is obviously um, a master's degree post having a bachelor's. Um, and then there's also, you know, you can become a nurse practitioner after you have your bachelor's or associates as well. So. There are definitely a ton of different scopes of nursing, which is really cool to be able to switch around and always further your education a bit. Um, but for me personally, I have my bachelor's of science in nursing and that allows me um, to be an RN. And then when it comes to boards and NCLEX, they are the same thing. Essentially our boards is, an SR, um, is the NCLEX exam. Okay. And so you take that once you have graduated nursing school and you get to schedule, um, there's like a paperwork processing time that your school will walk you through. But then after that, it's kind of scheduled on your time as to when you want to take the exam. Mm -hmm. um, and I believe you can take it quite a few times if you need to or whatever it may be, but it is a pass fail exam. And then once you pass that exam, you're officially licensed and can work as a registered nurse. Amazing. Okay, so that brings me to another question. When you went to college uh, for nursing, did, did you know like automatically when you started going into your freshman year, I'm going in to go to nurse, like to become a nurse. I'm going to go into the four years and I'm going to become a nurse. Or did you start out like, like a lot of people do just like, I'm going to get my bachelor's in something, but I'm not quite sure what. And then I just take my core classes and then kind of figure it out as I go. Or did you go in like, no, nope, I know this. This is what I want. I actually didn't go in straight away knowing what I wanted. Um, I applied to start um, school in the summer of 2016. So I graduated in May and then of May of 2016, I graduated in high school and then I went into college that summer. And 
I went in actually as a political science major. I always thought I was going to do some sort of law degree, something of that kind. Never thought anything medical. <laughs> um, and then I had my own experience where I was the patient um, and I got diagnosed with Graves' disease, which is a thyroid condition. And I really noticed what the role of a nurse was and what they did for people. Mm-hmm. And it really sparked my interest into the medical field, which was something I never thought I would honestly get into at all. Um, and it really just kind of made me look at what I wanted out of a career. And I always knew I wanted to have something that was rewarding and made me feel like I was helping other people at the end of the day. And it kind of all sort of came together for me at that moment. And um, I ended up doing my research and realizing I still had time to apply to my school's College of Nursing because it started in the fall semester and I was only there in the summer at that time. So I did apply, I got my application in very last minute, but I got it in. And they accepted me and then I guess the rest is history. I love, I love that so much. I think, you know, as I've been talking to um, different, different healthcare professionals all over, I, I feel like it's a running theme where someone goes through a health issue of their own, and especially at a young age when we're supposed to be the healthiest because we're young and we're just supposed to be given health. It's not the case. And, um, I know that struggling with that and finding out what is wrong with you when sometimes people don't want to take you seriously because you're young and they think, oh, you're fine. I'm sure you're fine. There's nothing that could really be that wrong with you. You're young, you know, Um, and kind of fighting that battle of of standing up for yourself and saying, hey, no, something's wrong. Like I, something's not right here. And then finally getting to the bottom of it and just feeling like you have an ally on that side of of a, a caring nurse or, or another medical worker that just makes you feel like I'm scared because when you when you're when you're like losing your health or something's wrong with your body it's really a, the scariest time because you feel very alone you very very scared you don't know what's going on and and you look to these people in these in these careers to kind of support you and they do that so well and I think it's it's very um, beautiful that by someone giving that support to, for example, you kind of inspires, ignites in you that need and desire to do that for someone else. And it's kind of this this beautiful um, kind of just flow of, in a weird way, just empathy and love and care that kind of just starts with one person and it's like a domino effect. It just starts going down the line because you're affecting people and like what you do matters and I think for everyone watching what you do matters what the energy you put out into the world matters how you treat people matters you know you don't know what people are going through and just being kind to them um, can make a huge difference and impact their lives in a positive in a positive way yeah no definitely yeah and I think it's just so beautiful when it kind of comes full circle because now you're going to be on the other side helping that person who's going to be scared, but also very grateful, but also, you know, scary because it's surgery and you just never know. Um, But you're going to be on that side of the process of being able to be there for them the way that someone was there for you and offering that comfort. And it's so, so, so beautiful. It's such a cool thing to realize that as well. I always say like, it's, I really feel like as cheesy as it sounds, I feel like it's kind of a privilege to be able to 
be in this profession and to be that person for someone because it's very true if you ever think about you know if you were in the hospital or you had a loved one in the hospital they'll always remember the people that cared for them mm -hmm. and I think it's just a very cool experience to be able to be there for someone when they're at such a vulnerable and like scary time of their life and it's definitely beautiful and I'm definitely very grateful to be able to be that for someone else now. And you say that you feel privileged to do that job and then I can also say as someone who you know has been on the other side of, of needing the help um, you know we feel privileged to have you because we're like, oh, thank you. You know, someone, we feel so lucky um, and, and comforted and grateful and privileged to be like in your presence and to get that help and that support from you guys. So it's just this really beautiful, beautiful thing. Healthcare is amazing. And um, and the people who get into healthcare, you guys have amazing hearts and uh, we recognize that. And it's a very giving, giving profession. Definitely. Long hours, you know, you're giving a lot of yourself and your heart and your emotion. And it's, it takes a very, very empathetic, kind person that wants to help others. I would love to kind of let everybody get to know you a little bit better just on like a personal level. So can you tell us a little bit about um, other kind of um, things you love to do, passions you have, and then also uh, kind of on top of that, I'd really love to talk about uh, your blog and kind of what you do th over there uh, as well. So, um, I would say one of my passions or hobbies that I like to do is definitely writing and that kind of translates over to my blog. It's kind of become like a hobby of mine. Um, I definitely, um, growing up, always loved to write. I loved English classes and all of that kind of thing. So one day I just kind of had the idea to write about nursing school when I, I believe I started my blog my sophomore year of nursing school um, and I just kind of had the idea to start writing and I separated it into a separate Instagram page and it just kind of you know got people's attention which is still crazy to me at this day that you know so many people care to read what I have to say but um, it's definitely become a hobby and um, content creating as well and being able to work with so many cool brands and um, that comes down to, you know, loving the photography side and editing and all of that has really become something that I'm so passionate about and something that I love to do in my free time. I honestly find it so fun. <laughs> it's great to have a creative outlet when you're doing something so logical when you're in healthcare. And it's so great for you to have this other passion of like being creative and writing and like letting all of those feelings out and then also reaching out and helping others and doing photography and creating content. And doing all of that I think it's, it's a great also thing for people watching to know that you can't just focus everything on one one little part of your life you have to expand and find other outlets and ways to be creative and because we're not just one-dimensional we, we you know we have many things to us and uh, it's great to find whatever those are for you so photography writing um, anything you can do to kind of release all of that and I'm sure it's gonna be helpful for you when you start your new job and you're gonna have a lot of probably things you are feeling and experiencing that you're going to want to just get out and eat and now you have your blog to do that and we are excited to watch that journey too definitely thank you i appreciate that uh, um i do want to ask you another question that that i was thinking um what was like the hardest thing for you in your journey 
to get from like where you started to now? What was your biggest challenge um, in getting to this point? The biggest struggle um, is definitely keeping the momentum and not burning out because um, I feel like a lot of people talk about, you know, um, nursing burnout once they're licensed and you've worked three years and people often discuss that for healthcare workers but I think it also is a thing in nursing school for sure and I'm sure other healthcare degrees as well can I'm sure people who have pursued other healthcare degrees can also say the same thing um, that it is very it can be very emotionally draining it can be a lot of work a lot of coursework um, a lot of studying and it can make you feel like you're missing out on a lot of different things in life um, and I think that's something I definitely recognize and I struggled with for definitely at least the first two years of nursing school. I really struggled to find my balance in between, you know, still being a person, like you said, not being one dimensional and still being a person and having fun and spending time with friends and family, but also learning to not feel guilty for doing that and taking away from study time. Um, so I think that was finding my balance and time managing is definitely the struggle that I had the most, I think, during my journey of nursing school. Um, but it definitely is possible. And that's something I actually really like to write about because I feel like it's very easy to say it is possible, but it's one thing to implement it into your life as well. Um, but I kind of lived by the rule of thumb of doing something small for yourself each day, whether it's, I don't know, going to Starbucks and getting a coffee or going to lunch with a friend for half an hour and taking a break and um, spending time with family, watch a movie or something silly like that, I think really makes a difference to your own mental health and can kind of keep you going and help you push through that and not feel so burnt out at the end of the day absolutely yes you have to take time for yourself and mm -hmm. i i get that that struggle of feeling guilty because there's so much to do and it's like i have this test coming up or i have this i have this i have this and you can get so overwhelmed with all of the things that you have to do because it's really a never-ending list i mean you can write a list today of all the things you have to do and tomorrow you're going to have a brand new list even if you finished everything today so it's never gonna stop. And it's, it's just about creating boundaries, I think, for yourself and saying, okay, you know, maybe from this time to this time I'm studying. And, um, and then from this time to this time, I'm going to like give myself this time, whether it's like taking a bath or like you say, exercising, going to get a Starbucks or see, mm -hmm. talking with a friend, um, finding these little kind of moments of peace in your day where you can kind of just get your mind off of it for a moment because I, I feel like in our time now, we're just constantly connected because we have our phones. So we're constantly connected to like all of the things that are going on and all the things we're missing and all the things we have to do that mentally it can be very, very taxing on our bodies, on our spirit, on our mind. And so, yeah, I think boundaries are really important, giving back to yourself and, and finding that guilty feeling that I think we all feel of, oh, I should be doing this. I, sh I don't have time. I don't have time to do this. I should be doing this. Um, one thing that I, I say when I'm feeling like that is if I'm, you know, studying for something, let's say hypothetically this for, for nursing, but I want to like 
watch TV for a little bit because I just need to like make my take my mind off something. I just want to like relax for a second. Maybe I'd watch Grey's Anatomy, you know, because it's like still in the theme of what I'm. So I feel like I'm kind of still doing something because I'm still kind of kind of learning something, even though it's TV and it's not real. You kind of are staying focused a little bit, and and then there's other times where I think you really really have to unplug. You have to. You have to just put your phone away and you have to say. Uh, I'm not doing this anymore. It's time to go to sleep or it's time for me. I've, I've studied enough today. And uh, I think one, one great way that I would say is just to, like you say, time management, time management from this time to this time I'm studying. Once I put my work in, then I'm, I'm off. I'm turning my brain off and I'm going to like, just not think about this anymore. Cause you're right. You go through so much school to become to go into medicine and then once you're in it and especially now with the global pandemic the hours that people are working I mean the burnout is unreal yeah the potential for it and um another thing and I want to remind everyone watching as well with Samantha is because she's going through it she's been through it she's now starting her job that doesn't mean she's never going to feel burnt out but she's also here for you we're here for you you're not alone um you know there's people who are who have been through where you're at right now, who got through it and are on the other side. So you can kind of take a look at someone like Samantha who went through, you know, studying for the NCLEX and went through all of those things and is now on the other side preparing for her job. I'm sure there were days that she felt extremely burnt out. I'm sure felt very anxious, stressed out, depressed, all of those things. It's normal to feel that. But what you have to do is you have to get back up and you have to keep going and you have to take care of yourself and you know yourself the best. You know your body, your mind, your spirit. So I think um, that's also just a little advice that I would say. Um, and reach out to Samantha, please, right? You're, yeah, you're definitely you're always. Yes. Okay. I, see you message. Message. <laughs> I yeah. really do. And I do my best to respond to everyone. And like you said, I think it's really important as well to make sure you do take care of yourself. And there is no shame in doing that. Um, I mean, I can say I've been to therapists during school. I went to my college's counseling center quite a few times and it helps. It really does to just be able to unload and kind of pick yourself up sometimes because you do need it. And I, I think it's safe to say that everybody has felt all those emotions that you were saying at some point in their life, whether you're in healthcare or not, it's, Yes, it's normal. It's normal to feel it. You're not alone. It's not weird that you're feeling it. You're not the only one feeling it. Even though people go along their lives and they pretend like everything's perfect all the time and it's not hard. They just took the test and passed. That's not real. You know, what's real is you didn't see all the hours they spent studying. You didn't see all the stress, all the answers they didn't get right while they were trying to study, the frustration of like, I'm not going to remember this. Um, you know, all of that stuff. So you got to remember that there was a whole journey between there and now, you know, there was whole lots of this. <laughs> yes, for sure. Definitely. Well, Samantha, thank you so much for joining our crafting wellness podcast today with MDF. Um, I would love to uh, link down in this video, all of your social handles. So your Instagram, as well as your blog. And for everyone watching, please know that you can reach out to Samantha. She's here for you. Um, she's been through it. And uh, we're also here for you to connect you uh, with people. So please know that. And thank you so much, Samantha, for joining. And it was a real pleasure having you on. Thank you so much for having me again. You guys know I love MDF so much. So I'm so glad to be a part of this podcast. And 
be able to get to know everyone a bit more. So thank you for giving me that opportunity. Thanks, Samantha.